Hey to all my new mom friends, thank you so much for joining me today on my very first episode of the Digital Mama podcast. My name is Heather Bork. I am the CEO of Heather Bork Coaching and the host of this show. I could not be more excited to be here talking with you today. This show is going to be unscripted, a little bit off the cuff. We are going to dive into so many good things when it comes to digital business or starting a digital side hustle and all the strategies, marketing, everything you need to be successful. And sprinkled in there, we are going to be talking about mindset and how it is so critically important that your mind is in the right place if you are thinking about starting your very own business. And of course, you're going to be hearing some of my ridiculous stories about my kids or just the things that as a mom, I never knew I was going to be dealing with. Mostly, it's all going to be funny and uplifting, and we can joke about the ridiculousness of basically mom life, right? I am so unbelievably excited to get started. Today, I have a good episode for you. We are going to be talking about digital business. What is a digital business? It's a question I get all the time when I'm talking to other moms about starting their own digital business. So let's jump in. Okay. So digital business, there are many different kinds of digital businesses. I have a very long, lengthy, formal definition that I'm going to read right now. And if you need to just like fast forward 30 seconds, if you don't really care what the formal definition is, I totally, totally understand because it's boring. But the formal definition for digital business is that it is defined as the process of applying digital technology to reinvent business models and transform a company's products and customer experiences, innovating products or services that create new value and connecting people with things, insights, and experiences. So let's basically break this down into digital business is essentially business, any sort of business transactions that take place on the internet. That's it. And there are so many different forms of digital business. So there's e-commerce, there is information businesses, there is consulting, there are membership sites. There's so many different services, products that are offered on the internet in which create a digital business. For the sake of Digital Mama and Heather Bork Coaching and what I specifically teach, my definition in my world in not saying that this is this is part of digital business, but when I say digital business, what I'm talking about is taking your knowledge and turning it into profit. That is what I do. That is what I specialize in. I help moms turn their knowledge into profit. So whenever I say digital business, that is what I mean. So you might be thinking, all right, that's great and all. What does that have to do with being a mom? So I worked at an advertising agency before I started my own business, and I worked inside several different information style businesses where essentially the CEO or somebody inside the business was creating valuable content and teaching 
other people what they knew and they were profiting from it. And not only were they profiting, of course, they were creating something of value that people wanted and needed and it was making a positive impact on their life. But being inside of those businesses, I realized that there is an incredible opportunity in the marketplace specifically for moms because of the things that this type of business gives us in terms of our freedom and our flexibility, okay? And as moms, that's critically important. I also have a very soft spot for moms because I am a mom myself. I have two kids. My son is, my older son is four and the younger one is almost two. And it's hard. I mean, it is hard. And honestly, I always dreamt of having my own business and having a really successful career that's always been very, very top of mind for me. And once I had my kids, it became incredibly important for me to be home and be present and really enjoy them and enjoy those years when they're young. I didn't want to be stuck in an office. And so I had to figure out how I was going to make that work. How can I have all of these things that I want in my career world and make it mesh with my home life? That was such a sticking point for me. And I know it is for so many other moms. It feels virtually impossible. And when you're working in a corporate environment or you're working for somebody else and you have to be at the office every day or you have to be on client meetings all day long, it is very difficult to balance that out because you just don't have control over your schedule. So when I was working for the agency, which was a very, very flexible schedule, but I was on client calls all day long and I wanted more freedom. I wanted to work for myself. So I left the agency and pursued my own business to truly achieve that freedom, flexibility, income that I desire while being able to be home with my kids and construct the type of schedule I want that fits into my lifestyle. And I am incredibly passionate about spreading that message. It is at the very core of my being that I believe that moms can have it all. Although all my life, I believed they couldn't because I thought, well, you either have this amazing, successful career or you stay home with your kids and then you you start your career once they're a little bit older. And it's just not the case anymore. We live in this unique age where everything is at our fingertips. And it's my mission to go out there and say, you can achieve whatever it is you want. The fact that you have a family is not a reason to hold you back. It's all the more reason to do it. Because not only are you going to be able to create and craft a life that you truly love getting up every day and being able to do the things that light you up inside, but your kids are going to see that. And you're not sacrificing your quality time with them. You're not sacrificing things in order to get your career where you want it to be. And so I will climb to the top of every mountain and scream that moms can have it all because they truly can. You can have an amazing business that makes the income that you want and be an amazing mom. I can't even tell you how many times that I have said that and how many more times I will say it. I will say it till I'm blue in the face. So if you are out there listening right now and you're a mom and you're thinking, yeah, okay, Heather, I mean, it's a lot easier said than done. Listen, I'm not saying it doesn't require work. I'm not saying it doesn't require brain power and dedication and consistency. It requires all of those things. But if it's important enough to you, you will do it and you will reap the benefits of it. It is 100% worth it. Okay, so now with my little disclaimer, I want to dive into what specifically is a digital business and why is it so perfect for bombs? I know I kind of 
covered some things in that beginning intro part, but now we're really going to get into the nitty gritty of every single specific reason why it is so unbelievably perfect. And I'm going to give you a couple examples of digital business in case you're still a little bit confused what I mean specifically when I talk about turning your knowledge into profit. So one thing I want to talk about is that the the digital business or e-learning industry is really what it should be called for my sake. It's expected to hit $388 billion by 2026, okay? And that is huge. I'm going to cite where I got this information from in the show notes, but in 2020, the e-learning market was at $185 billion. In 2026, it's projected to be at $388 billion. That's a 52% increase in six years. That's huge. And so we're in 2023, and I don't exactly have the number of where we are right now in 2023, but when you think, well, there are already so many people out there with my exact idea or are selling what I want to sell, or they're already doing my specific piece of knowledge that I want to do, and they're doing a good job at it, so no one's probably going to pay any attention to me. That's something that I need you to stop right there. So in these episodes, I'll also be coming at you with some limiting belief crushers. Those are my favorite because it's not true. The market is not saturated by any means. So there is always room for you. And we're going to get to this later in terms of why this business is so perfect for moms. But when you create this type of digital business, you are creating a personal brand, which means that it is completely unique to you as a person, the way you deliver the content the way you speak to your customers, the way people connect you, it creates an inherent differentiation in your business that if you were selling a deodorant and somebody else was selling the same exact deodorant, you would have to find other ways to position yourself. But because you are you, it makes it unique. Therefore, there is never going to be saturation. So we'll get to that in more depth, but I just want to say that there is a huge, huge opportunity to not only create, start, and launch your business, but to make real money with it. Now, I'm not the type of person that's going to say, oh, start a business and you'll make a million dollars in three months. I cannot be the one to determine your success. I can help you in this journey and pass on my knowledge and what's helped me and how I've become successful. That's all I can do. And that's, that is what I plan on doing. You have to take ownership over your own success. But I'm telling you, if you want to make the money, it's there. And this can be as small as a side hustle where you're making a couple hundred dollars a month, all the way up to a full-blown business where you're making four, five, six figures a month. Truly, I've seen it. It truly can happen. So now that you know that there's a huge opportunity in the marketplace for this specific kind of business, I'm going to go into a couple examples. So the first example is a nurse turned course creator. So there was a nurse and she was working in her normal nursing job on the floor, but she was getting burnt out. And you know, through COVID and everything like that, I know nurses were on the front lines and just tons of credit for nurses out there because it's not an easy job. But she decided that she needed to step away from the floor and she wanted to still be involved in nursing, just not in that way. So she created a course that helped students prepare for nursing school. And now she helps people who are in the process of applying to nursing school. So that's an example. Another one is that a stay-at-home mom wanted to make some side incomes to contribute to the bills each month. And she loved to knit. So she creating a knitting 101 workshop 
she started our YouTube channel and now she has over 500 subscribers and she has a workshop that she actually sells and teaches people how to knit. And she does that all in her, her spare time, in her evenings or while the kids are napping. So here's one last example. A mom working a nine to five job was sick and tired of the grind. She wanted more time with her kids. But she loved to cook and people always complimented her on her recipes. So she created a membership program where she gives busy moms easy and delicious recipes each month. So this stuff does not have to be like crazy, mind-blowing, complicated business. It's what are you good at? What do you know? And what can you teach people that they would find valuable? That's it. There's no reason to overcomplicate it. When I say digital business, I'm talking about turning knowledge into profit. Those are a couple examples of how you can see how those people use their existing knowledge and they're turning it into profit. Okay, so there are six core reasons why this business is so unbelievably perfect for moms. And they are that it's flexible, it's unique, it's lucrative, it's impactful, it's scalable, and it's sustainable. I'm going to go through each of those in more depth. So flexible. Obviously, you can work when you want, where you want, because this is your own business or your own side hustle. Nobody is telling you what you have to do. You call all the shots, okay? You never have to call in sick again or ask off for your son's game or a dance recital that you have to go to. So the flexibility is a huge draw. And it's one of the reasons why it's so perfect for moms, because as a mom, you have to have a flexible schedule. That was one thing that I wasn't going to budge on. I was going to be there to take my son to school every morning and pick him up at three o'clock. And most jobs don't let you come to work at nine and leave at two. I mean, some of them do if you're working part time, but to be able to get up and get him ready, get him off to school and then be there in the line and picking him up every day. That's what I wanted. And I needed the flexibility to do that. I also wanted the flexibility if my kids were sick or even if I just wanted to play a day of hooky with them. And just say, you know what, let's go to the, the science museum today or let's go, I'm going to take you out of school and we're going to get ice cream. That flexibility is everything to me, everything. That is one of the critical, critical reasons why I decided to start my own digital business. The next reason is because it's unique. So we talked about this already previously, but just to kind of reiterate it, you're using your own personality to brand your business. You're using your personal experiences to create one of a kind content. That cannot be duplicated because there is only one you in the world and you are unique. You are creating a unique footprint on this earth. Therefore, what you create cannot be duplicated by anybody else. And that gives you that differentiation factor that when you're selling physical products, somebody could sell the exact same product. I mean, we see it at the store. You have the generic and you have the branding. They're the exact same thing. The only differentiation is the branding, right? I guess sort of the personality of the brand. But this is so much more powerful because it's you and people can't be duplicated. There can't be knockoffs of you. That is another reason why I absolutely love this business for mom. All right. The next thing is that it's lucrative. We also talked about this when I talked about the potential of the amount of income you can make with this business, but it is lucrative because there is little to no overhead. If you have a computer and a phone and your brain and an internet connection, you can start this type of business. You do not need to invest in tons of inventory. There is essentially no overhead. You don't have to have a physical building. 
You don't have to hire staff. You don't have to buy health insurance. Like there's the overhead is minimal. I mean, literally, I'm talking like a couple hundred dollars, if that. And those are mostly for software systems and things. And the other amazing thing about this is that once the systems are in place, it's a rinse and repeat type of business. Okay. So getting the business up and running takes time. It takes effort. It takes work. I am not going to lie to you about that. But once you have the systems in place and once you have a hold on what it is that you're doing and who you're trying to attract and what you're selling to them in an offer that converts, you just need to keep rinse and repeat your system. You get new people in, you nurture them, you sell. You get people in, you nurture them, you sell. And once you already have the landing pages built and you already have the emails written and you already have the webinar script done, once all that done, then you don't have to keep doing it over and over and over again. So the next time you're ready to launch or the next time you're ready to sell, you just pull out your stuff and you do it again. And then a month later, you do it again. And that creates that systemize, that systemizing, I don't really know if that's a word, in your business creates more time that gives you time back. Plus it's lucrative. It's lucrative because the overhead is so low. So yes, well, there's money to be made in the business and there's a way to achieve that income. It is impactful. This is something that is really important to me. And one of the reasons why I started this business specifically, I started an e-commerce business back in 2016. And that was when I first started dipping my toe into all things digital business. And it was it was fine. I wasn't obsessed with it. It wasn't something that was going to change my life because I really wasn't that passionate about it. But this business, when you're teaching people or you're connecting with people about something that you care about or something that you enjoy, and you don't have to be so passionate, like, oh, I live and die by this topic, okay? But it does have to be something that you enjoy talking about. When you can create content that makes somebody's life better, it is meaningful and it's impactful, right? So for me specifically, there are a couple things that I could have started my digital business on. And I'm going to get to an example after I'm done explaining these. But the reason why I chose this specifically is because I absolutely love being able to talk to you and other moms about this big dilemma. I love talking to people about the fact that we feel like we can't have both or we can have both, but then we're going to be miserable or something's going to suffer. And it's impossible to do both well. I am so unbelievably passionate about breaking down that belief and seeing women have the realization that they can have both and they can do both well and they can be truly happy every single day of their life. That lights me up inside. And that's why I chose to have my business focused around that core mission and belief. And so I feel like I'm doing something impactful. I feel like I'm helping people in a positive way realize what their full potential is. And that's meaningful to me, and I hope it's meaningful to others as well. So that's how when you think about, okay, it's not just you're starting some random business to make money or you're not getting into something you don't really care about. It has the potential to impact others in a really, really positive way. And don't that if, if you don't have some sort of mindset uplifting type of content or topic that it can't be impactful. Even having a business that teaches people how to knit 
that's impactful because that could be that person that you're teaching them how to knit. That could be their oasis. That could be how they de-stress at the end of the day. They can potentially create really cute presents that makes their family light up when they create these things that they knitted. There are so many different ways. That, so don't think that if you don't have some sort of like mindset or motivation type of topic that it's not going to be as impactful. It's impactful because what you're doing is you are spreading your knowledge for the greater good. You're spreading your knowledge so that you can make people's lives better. And that's important. It's important to me that my business is impactful and meaningful. And I know that's how a lot of other women out there feel. The next reason is because it's scalable. And if you have been in the marketing world or the business world, then you are probably familiar with this term. But scalable means can the business grow? Can you have year over year growth? Like I said in the beginning, there is a demand for e-learning. There is a demand for knowledge via digital means, and it's growing every single year. So therefore, there is the ability to scale the business. Now, I want to give you a quick example of a non-scalable business versus a scalable business. So of course, businesses can all be, can be scaled in different ways. But I, so actually, this is a good example. So my first business was an e-commerce dropshipping store. Dropshipping means that you buy the product. So the products are at a manufacturer's warehouse. And when somebody places an order, you just contact the warehouse and they ship it directly from there. I don't have to actually carry inventory. So it reduces the risk, but they cut into your profit margins. So anyway, my product was dog car seats. Yes, dog car seats. You heard that right. And I I was focused on that niche because, you know, dog safety. I love dogs. And anyway, it's a story for another day, but that's what my product was. And so I had spent like over a year and a half getting this thing set up. And it wasn't until I learned a little bit more about business that I was like, hmm, once somebody buys a dog car seat, they're not going to need another one unless they get a bigger dog or unless theirs gets worn out, which they really shouldn't get like worn out. It's not a consumable and it's not a product that necessarily keeps people coming back for more. So I would have had to branch out into like some other sort of like I started selling other travel products, but it was too much mishmash. And then I was niching down, but then pulling out of my niche. So there was a lot of things that were wrong with that. But what I did was I put myself in this position where I was constantly trying to acquire new customers, which is the most expensive way to run a business. Let me tell you something. In, in later episodes, I will get more into the nitty gritty of running a profitable business. But when you are constantly on the hamster wheel, truly a hamster wheel, of running your business and being profitable solely on acquisition, it is a very stressful way to run their business. So I realized that, well, I guess I just need to keep getting new customers. I just need to keep getting new customers. And it was something that was not long-term. It was not scalable. I could not scale that. I didn't have the upfront funds to be able to acquire that many customers, especially when they weren't purchasing anything else with the dog car seat or Later down the line, of course, in businesses like this, e-commerce businesses, you can expand your product offerings. You can create incentives to have people come back and buy from you again. So there are absolutely ways to scale a physical product business. That is not what I'm saying here. I'm just saying that there are certain businesses that are set up in a certain way that don't allow for scale. And it makes the business owner go nuts because I've seen it. 
at the agency. So this is scalable though, guys. So that's great. You are the only limit to the scalability of this type of business. If you want to create one offer and you want to just do the rinse and repeat every single month or every two months, whatever it may be, that is totally fine. Your income will be at a certain level. And as long as you're okay with that and that's what you're comfortable with and that's what you want to focus on, then that's fine. But as a personal brand, there's no limit to your knowledge. You can continue to acquire knowledge and share it. Therefore, you can continue to build out programs and courses and memberships. And we will also get into an ascension path for your customers in future episodes. But there is so many opportunities with a digital business exchanging knowledge for profit where, again, like I said, the only limit is you. So if you are comfortable with your business being at a certain level and you're good with the amount of time that you spend on it and you're like, nope, this is great, fine. But the opportunity for scale is there if you want it. And you don't have to keep acquiring new customers because when you get a customer into this type of business, they know, like, and trust you, which is critical in marketing. It's critical in having a successful business as well, especially a personal brand. So when you go back to those people and you say, hey, by the way, I have another thing, X, Y, and Z, that's going to help you with your next problem. Guess who's going to be the first people to buy? It's your already existing customer base. And that is where probably majority of your profit is going to come from. Not probably, it is. Because like I said, when you acquire a new customer, it's more expensive. When you sell to an existing customer, they're much more likely to buy and it doesn't cost anything because you can do it via your email list, so on and so forth. So many, so many fun marketing things to get into, guys. I should probably stop calling you guys. I should say moms. So, okay. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is that it is sustainable. I'm talking about sustainability in terms of that it can be around for a long time. If you, if this is a business that you would want to pass on to your kids, if this is a business that you want to have for the next 20 years, again, it's not a fad. It's not something that's going out of style. It's not something that's going to come and go. In another episode, I think maybe next week, I'm going to talk about things that this is not, things that this type of digital business is not. And again, when I get into that episode, it's not me knocking any of these other things, but it's it's just not certain certain methods of building businesses that tend to fizzle out over time. Okay, so this is something that can be around for a long time. It's a business that you can start small and you could build it up into something really big. And it's something that is sustainable. So if you did want to pass on to your kids, you 100% could. Okay. So now what I want to do is I want to give you an example from my life of a digital business that I could have started if I wanted to, but I just chose not to. And that is that I actually have celiac disease and I was diagnosed when I was three years old. So that was 1993. And let me tell you, going to a restaurant in the mid 90s and asking for a gluten free meal was like I was speaking a completely different language. It was hard. I remember one time I went to Fridays and they were like, the only thing we have that you can eat is steamed broccoli and like fish with nothing on it. And I think I was like, eat. I was like, all right. Don't think. And yeah. So anyway, I have had celiac for a long time, many years. So 30 years I've had celiac or I've been diagnosed with it. And I have certain life experiences and knowledge that I have gained just because I'm a living person and I've had to deal with this. Not because I went to school for it, not because I care a ton about the issue. It's because I just, I had to deal with it. Therefore, I know a lot about it. And if I wanted to, I could take the content that I've learned or all the knowledge that I've learned and turn it into content 
that is very valuable for somebody who's just getting diagnosed now. So obviously, I'm sure I would say probably 99% of you listening have heard of celiac disease or gluten-free. It's really exploded over the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And there are a lot more resources now. But let's say, you know, I always think about this. I really should have started that business when I was like 15, the gluten-free business, because I think it would have been big. (laughs) But if I would have created a membership, let's say, where I had people coming into my membership group and I offered a new gluten-free recipe like four times a week or something, or I created a meal plan that said, if you're just getting diagnosed with celiac and you have no idea what you can and cannot eat, then here is a cookbook just for you and every single meal and every single grocery list is done and ready for you to go to the store. You know exactly what you need. You know exactly how to make it. You're not going to feel hungry. You're going to be satisfied. You're not going to be missing out on the gluten. All of these things that if somebody who is, let's say, in their 30s or 40s or 50s and they just get diagnosed and they've been eating gluten for their entire life, that's a very overwhelming feeling to all of a sudden not be able to eat 75% of the food that you were eating. And if I offered them that solution, what a relief. I mean, what a relief. All I'm saying is that this is my own experience of something that I have. And I know that all of you who are listening also have something inside of you that's worth sharing. And we will dive into this on another episode about the objection. The biggest question I get is, I don't know anything. I don't have experience in anything that people would be willing to pay for. Yes, you do. You do. I promise you, you do. And hey, by the way, if you are thinking that, I actually have a free audio training on my website. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's how to pick your niche in 12 minutes. And it walks you through step by step. It's an audio training. So all you got to do is listen, just like you're listening now. And it helps you to identify what your strengths are and your life experience and things like that to help you figure out what your niece should be. So anyway, I digress. I will put that link in the show notes. But if you are thinking, yeah, this sounds interesting, but I have no idea what I would do. I highly recommend you go and you listen to that audio training. It's free and it'll help you figure that question out. But the reason why I I say that or bring this up is because that is a common question that I get. And it's going to be dedicated to an entire episode because I think it's very, it's important to realize how many people feel that way, but also how untrue it is that you absolutely do have something inside of you that is worth teaching and that people are going to want to listen to and that makes a positive impact on their life. So back to my gluten-free example If I was back in another life or if I could head back 15 years, I would probably think about starting a gluten-free business and maybe right now I would be sitting on a beach somewhere tropical. But interestingly enough, my kids actually don't have celiac, at least not at this point. And I didn't get diagnosed till I was three because there's these things in your intestines that they're called like phyla or I don't know, it's all my all the doctors and nurses out there can correct me, but they're called like villa or filler or something. And they come out of your intestinal wall and they basically digest all the food. And if I would eat gluten, those would flatten and that my body would have to repair them. And so, yeah, so that's what happens when you eat gluten when you have celiac apparently. But, and I hope I'm not butchering that, but it's been so long since I've thought about it because I've literally had celiac for so long that it's just my normal life. But my kids, they... 
I know those filla things, they don't like fully develop until you're like a little older, like three. So that's why once they were like fully developed, I started showing symptoms and then I got diagnosed. But my kids so far haven't shown any symptoms. They have a 50% chance of getting it. That's the genetic probability of it. So for anybody that was coming on here to get a gluten-free lesson, you're welcome. But yeah. So, okay. Listen, thank you so much for listening and sticking with me. And I really am so happy to have you here in my little, little corner of the internet. And I have so much, so much really good stuff to share with you when it comes to marketing and strategies and digital business, which makes me so, so excited. And especially when it comes to moms, because being a mom is really special and I don't want people to be stressed and have that taken away from them, that feeling of loving being a mom because they're so stressed about their job and their career and money and all the other things that are those stressors in life because it doesn't have to be that way. And I want to be here to help you through that process. So tune in next week where we will be diving into more fun digital business and marketing and mom stuff. And I am so excited to talk to you then. All right. Bye.